Welcome back to the Black Letter Podcast. We set out to create an entertaining and exciting podcast about law and business. Black Letter, the name, comes from the Gothic typeset. Over time, Black Letter became the only font that English law books were printed in. It made it harder for kind of the common person to understand what the English law books said. Black Letter came to represent something that was law, that was set in stone, that was sort of old and a well-settled fundamental principle of law. We're here to demystify black letter law. We're here to demystify things that happen in business and law and where those two meet. And I hope you have fun listening. Welcome back to another episode of the Black Letter Podcast. I've got Jason Levin with me, author and famed uh, Legal Marketing Association board member. So Jason, last week talked about his book and LinkedIn and customer management and reaching out and heart and mind. This week, we're going to distill it. So Relationships to Infinity is his book. You can see it on the screen. I told everybody last week, I got it on Kindle. It's a quick read. It's very to the point. So as a guy who doesn't spend a lot of time digging into business books, it's my kind of business book. Uh, So Jason, thanks for joining us again. So this week, I'm going to ask you to kind of distill down everything that's in your book, in your mind, in your experience to the few major pieces of advice. And I probably have some questions about them, but what are the two or three or four or one or six, whatever number you have, major like bullet points of, of advice for businesses and individuals and entrepreneurs as they go about businessing or entrepreneuring or whatever it is? And I know that you're focused on making connections with people. So uh, let's talk about that. You know, and I, I think you're hitting on something that's really important is connections with people. Uh, and I think you need to begin with connections with people. And I think what attorneys struggle with is all the connections that they actually do have. You know, when my wife was in law school at Georgetown and I was doing my MBA at Georgetown, and one of the important things that I was reading about was called this concept of the strength of weak ties. It's not people that are very, very close to you, like your family, that can be helpful to you, but it's these casual acquaintances that can be helpful to you in your career. So okay. your law school classmate, uh, someone, a colleague you work with, uh, someone who knows the value of your work, but it's not somebody that you know, you're going to you know, uh, call upon when you need something really significant. And then as I'm going through my own evolution, I'm also reading about this additional research more recently around dormantized, people you lose touch with and how people that you already know actually can make you smarter. People that you already know that you lose touch with can make you smarter because of their own evolutions. So the first thing that I like to help people think about is in their own connections, you really have four quadrants. You've got current strong ties, you've got current weak ties. You've got dormant strong ties and dormant weak ties. And within- There's a picture in your book. Guys, get the book. There's a picture of this. Like, okay, go ahead. Sorry. So, so this four quadrant approach, it's like before you turn on your computer or, or any of those kinds of things, begin to think about who are these people within these quadrants? Like who are the initial people that you want to get back in touch with? So my first piece of advice is define who your ties are, right? And list them out, like build the list, but using that four quadrants. Because it's a build the list. Right. Build the list. Build the okay. list. Because it's amazing to me when it when I come to attorneys and I work with them and I'm like, all right, who do you know? And they're like, I don't know anybody. <laughs> and 
and I'll, sometimes I'm saying, I'll say to them, you're lying to me. I know you're lying to me, right? Uh, well, I've met some lawyers who might not know anybody. I'm just saying. <laughs> might not know very many people. Anyway, sorry. Right. Go ahead. I digress. Yeah. So, so I think the first thing is building a list. Uh, I think the second thing is, you know, getting your mindset in the right place, right? Okay. So you're not asking the person to be written into their will. You're not asking right. to move in with them. You're not asking these, you know, enormous types of things. So uh, uh, the second piece is around how you think about your network and this magic word called networking. Right. And, you know, the way I try to help attorneys, you know, think through that is how do you move from this like transaction transactional notion of networking where I need to extract some value from you? So give me, give me, give me, give me. When in reality, authentic uh, relationship building, authentic, uh, your authentic social network is about how can you on a daily basis think about one who's done some good, good in your world. Right. Okay. So, uh, so for me, the mindset reframe is the second piece on how can we think about people that have done good in your world and sharing it with them. So building your list, and let me see if I can capture the second. I get the building your list one of the questions. That's great. And if possible, I'd love to take that quadrant picture you just drew and attach it to this episode so people could see it, download it, sure. and we'll throw it on the screen, sure. whatever. But the but the mindset reframe, I'm not sure. I, I understand the idea of reframing your mindset. We've heard that before, but as practical advice, how, what do you mean? So people who've done good in your world, like somebody who's done something charitable or somebody who's just given you a referral or who, who are those people? What do you mean by that? All right. So maybe the mindset reframe, maybe we should just call it start your thanking party. Start Start your thanking party, build your list, start your thanking party. See, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for zoom taglines. Yes. Okay. Politician taglines. Okay. Start your thanks. So tell me about that. So, uh, so uh, I often talk about appreciation as currency, and often we don't use that currency enough. Uh, gotcha. So when you have a daily intention and you think about all the good things that are in your world, who have helped you get to where you are? You know, who was that first teacher? Who was that first client? Who was that former mentor? And so one of the things that I often think about after I'm able to get my kids to school is who can I thank today? Right. And wow. then, and then you use your Excel file and your CRM and your social tools to look at that and say, who's worthy of thanks? Who of all the things that I know how to do? I just won this client. Um, I just figured this thing out. Well, who taught you how to do that? So having a daily appreciation intention is really important. We often talk about gratitude practices, but we don't integrate gratitude practices with our network, mm-hmm. right? You know. Wow. Right. So start your thanking party. <laughs> okay, got it. Build your list, start your thanking party. And do we have a number three on your list of, of pieces of advice? I love those two things. So, I'm internalizing them. Awesome. So I think the, I think the third piece, is, and then, you know, this is a chapter in my book, is really breaking through your own Bermuda Keep in Touch Triangle. So I saw that, yes. So I'm confused though. The Bermuda Triangle, is that a bad thing or a good thing? I'm a little confused about the metaphor, right? Because I know it's a thing. It's not a real thing. Nobody, there aren't, I mean, I've read about this. It's not, it's a kind of a myth, but. It is a myth. But it is. So exactly. Tell me, exactly. Oh, tell so you that's the metaphor. It. You have uh, nailed it. The Bermuda gotcha. Triangle is a myth. It does not even exist. So like I in these that. legends, you know, that the 
planes and ships with you know yeah, yeah. spell forever. It doesn't exist. Okay, so I it love that. Doesn't. So tell us about the Bermuda Triangle. So 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 what is your keep in touch Bermuda Triangle? It's this notion of all these things that are in your head that hold you back from actually getting back in touch with somebody. Okay. So, so you've got your CRM or your Excel file. You've got your list. You've got all these things, but your heart is not in it because of what's going on. So in your I know what you're So you're like, I haven't talked to them since college. It would be weird. That's right. probably the number one thing for right. me. I'm like, God, they were great friends and I'll connect with them on social media or like a post. But if I'm like, Hey, I'd like to catch up. They'll be like, why the F do you want to catch up with me after 25 years randomly? Like what's your motivation? It seems, it seems weird. I might ask that. I wouldn't, I would be happy to talk to them and I can't, but it's hard to reframe in your mind. You're like, wow, if that friend of mine reached out, I would love to talk to them. But you're thinking that they're going to have a reaction they might not have, right? Is that what, is that kind of the Bermuda? I'm sure so there are others. Yeah. So you're, what you're describing are this, the three foundational emotions, guilt, fear, and worry. So what you're describing are fear and worry, right? You're yeah. describing fear and worry. What's the guilt one? The guilt one. Oh, the guilt one. And it's the most common one. The guilt is, oh my God, I was responsible for not maintaining this relationship. When in reality, the relationship just fizzled, right? I never even thought of that. Interesting. Yes. I guess I don't, I'm not good at the guilt thing. I don't, but I see That's that. Okay. I understand that people have that. Okay. Yeah. So those are the three things. So the three things are build your list and then start your thanking party. Your right. thank, start, start thanking people and who they are. And then yeah. the third thing is, um, break through the myths in your head. I don't know, or break through it, the Bermuda triangle or the, what, how would you, what's your, what's your tagline? Uh, my tagline, I get is, it. rescue yourself from your own Bermuda, keep in touch triangle. Um, rescue yourself, from, rescue yourself from your own fears. Yes. I, I get it. Bermuda, keep in touch triangle. If you've read Jason's book, you know what the Bermuda, keep in touch triangle is, but, um, rescue yourself from your own fears about getting in touch general. But, I love, but we'll use yours. Awesome. Jason, that was awesome. Thank you. I know we pushed more than an hour. I'm sorry for burning your time. I was super interested because I want to use more of this stuff with my ridiculous amount of LinkedIn connections that I don't talk to. So I think it's super useful. And I, I think I'll make one last comment. I'll let you comment on this. I notice this and I tell young lawyers this all the time, but tell me, so part of your book, you deal with starting new relationships and it's a long-term thing and all of that. But you did naturally what I tend to do too, is I see people and I'm like, oh, they worked at Anderson. They were born in New Jersey. They speak French and have a reclet plate. I do that with every single person I come in contact with sort of natural. It's not natural to everyone, but I feel like we instantly, now I kind of know about you, you know about me. We know how to put cheese on top of a potato, which seems odd to other people. Um, <laughs> so, so for a second, I mean, I feel like what we just did on the podcast is a good example of connecting with people for the first time as well and creating that first relationship. But I don't know, tell me your thoughts on that last subject. And I know it's off the three things that we've talked about, but I'm curious because I felt that going on. I was like, ah, oh, he's saying reflect in French and we're doing it. So. so so, what you're describing, and it's something that I talk to attorneys and my clients about, it's commonality. Commonality. It's commonality. Yep. You, and so my goal uh, with every conversation is I want to see what we have in common. What do we share? We have something right. in common. And so 
I'm like a laser beam. All right, what do we have in common? And so I'm coming in not with an I'm an amazing mindset. I'm coming in with what do we share? What right. do we both hold dear? And clearly, Rack Lead is a foundational, you know, th- I mean, I could, I, and I could like spend an hour just talking about Rack Lead. So, but this, you know, and so a quick Google search or a quick LinkedIn search, oh, you and I both served on the United Way of the National Capital area together. Right. That means, at least from a social values perspective, that's something we both share and are holding and important to us. Right. Right. Gotcha. So, so Interesting. where do I, so where do attorneys miss? Attorneys try to show how smart they are and that they're being judged immediately on their intelligence. And that is only one component of building a connection. You build a connection. You talk about this in the book, am I right? You talk about competence and benevolence. And yes. really, you also need attorneys miss that benevolence thing all the time. They yes. focus on, I'm smart. I know what I'm talking about. But clients, you actually know. So I'm going to bring up something, and I, 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 I'm overextending your interview. I'm sorry, but this stuck with me. It was a partner from DLA Piper or some one of the firms. I forget. But she said, clients don't want to know how the sausage is made. Yes. They want to know they're going to be okay. And in my head, I'm like, they want to know they can eat the sausage. That's all they want to know. <laughs> right. So, um, but that that stuck with me. Um, so, so I guess that's, I don't know, that was my thought. I really pulled that out of your book. You know, and it's one of those things where it's how you make the person feel. And too right. often attorneys feel that they're going to, the other person's going to feel good because they're smart. But in reality, right. your in-house counsel, whoever your client is, is going to feel good about you because of something you share together, something you gotcha. have in common beyond IP or tax or corporate or whatever, you know, that legal issue is. And so the legal issue or the compliance issue is only one component of a broader set of things that you need to be engaging the person on. So commonality, that's what it's about. I'm going to add that as bullet point four. Okay. All right. So to close it up, we, made, we created a fourth bullet point because I think that one's so major for new relationships, continued relationships. Um, so we've got build your list, start your thanking party, break through your Bermuda Triangle Keep in touch triangle. Yes. Myth. Keep in touch triangle. And then fourth, commonality when building new relationships, especially. Awesome. Thank you, Jason, so much for joining us on the show and for taking the extra time with us today. We will be in touch and have request soon, regardless. And I yes. want to thank all the listeners out there for joining us for the Black Letter Podcast. Visit Jason's website. Jason, your website is, and we'll pop it up on the screen. ReadySetLaunch.net. ReadySetLaunch.net. The English language, easy enough. And his book is Relationships to Infinity. Get the book on Amazon. We'll see you again next time on the Black Letter Podcast. Check out our Monday morning minutes, one to two minute podcast every morning. As I understand, they're much more digestible than some of my longer ones. But please join us for these as well. Download us wherever get your video and audio. Thanks for joining us. That's all for today's episode of Black Letter. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time when we talk about more Black Letter issues in creative ways. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and check out our website at blackletterstudios.com.